so many people are willing to give their advice or their, excuse me, their opinion about something, but is it true counsel? Is it true wisdom? And I always base that on the fruit in the other person's life. There's always the guy at the end of the bar stool that's telling you how you should do life, right? Like why, you know, your life is such a train wreck and his is clearly dialed in. Like we've all known people like that. So you're always going to hear me talk about that. And really that's how we lead within the King's Council. It's how we lead within all of our companies is I want to lead from the front. The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents and abilities. Now, our vision is to get you on the right path to your framework of success, focusing on the five power pillars, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and financial. Now, the King's Council is not your average coaching program. It's much more than that. It's a tribe of like-minded men and women bonded by faith and relationship that you can do life with. Join us in creating the next wave of kingdom entrepreneurs and becoming the CEO of your life by visiting kingscouncilcoaching.com and connect with one of our team members today. This episode is brought to you by Anchored Coffee. Anchored Coffee is a coffee company unlike any other. Not only do they provide the most delicious, and fresh coffee on the market. They also are positively impacting the communities where the coffee is growing. Anchor Coffee is on a mission to change the world through coffee. And as a subscriber of this podcast, you can get 15% off your next order using the promo code KING15. So visit impacttheworld.coffee today and use the promo code KING15 at checkout. That's impacttheworld.coffee using the promo code KING15 to get 15% off your next order. Enjoy the show. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek. And today, you got me solo today, guys. And what I want to dive into today is something that we coach a lot within the King's Council, the coaching program here. We coach a lot on core values and really why they're important to us. When I first started to really dive into core values a number of years ago, it was like, what, why are they important? What does it really matter? Is it just like something that a company does that they have that mission statement on their wall or a vision statement? But as I really started to develop this or certainly discover them and then develop them and then deploy them into my own life, it's made a world of a difference in my own personal life, my relationships with my wife, with my daughter, and ultimately into our businesses as well. And it's a generational impact that core values can really have on us. And I'll just share with you guys what our core values are in in the Meek household. And then I really want to dive into one specifically today. And who knows, we may go through a number of these as the year continues to move forward. But I felt like we should really dive into the main core value, which is one of the first core values of us as the Meek family, which I'll just read this to you guys. The Meek core value. So we are a family of intention 
honor and integrity that leads by example, taking on life with a positive mindset in order to operate in excellence, always showing generosity to others. So if you were listening through there, there's really seven core values that we have as a family. So it's intention, honor, integrity, leads by example. So leadership, positive mindset, excellence, and generosity there to cap it off. So seven of them that our family cherishes or values because your core values are really what matters most to you. We should have them personally. We should have them as a family. And if you are running a business, I would absolutely recommend putting them in place for your business because at the end of the day, it's really what's going to guide every decision that you make. It's going to help you ultimately achieve the mission that you're on. It's going to influence every decision that you make. And at the end of the day, core values are really what matters most to you. And then when you go into business or you even a relationship, what you're looking to do is you're looking to align with people that value what you value. Within our alignments, birth our assignments, you've heard us talk about this a lot, but what is it that we really believe in? What do we value in our life? How we do life is really based on our core values. This is why I'm always going to recommend somebody, if you're going to go into business with somebody, date them first. Really, truly date them first so you can understand what really their core values are. Because a lot of people, and this is what I just hate, even just about like in the coaching world uh, in general, but really in everything. But so many people always are like, you know, do what I say, not what I do. I mean, we hear this a lot, or unfortunately, we see this a lot where people are preaching something from the front of the room or from stage. But when you actually meet them and peel back the onion or pull back the covers of their life, you realize like they aren't walking that out. That's not the value that they're supposedly preaching or trying to coach on. I've always been under the philosophy of I'm only going to take advice from somebody that has the fruit. Now, advice, what I mean by that is I'm, I can always take advice from somebody, but I'm only going to take, I'm only going to be intentional with the counsel that I'm receiving and understanding who it's coming from, the source of it, because so many people are willing to give their advice or their, excuse me, their opinion about something. But is it true counsel? Is it true wisdom? And I always base that on the fruit in the other person's life. There's always the guy at the end of the bar stool that's telling you how you should do life, right? Like why, you know, your life is such a train wreck and his is clearly dialed in. Like we've all known people like that. So you're always going to hear me talk about that. And really that's how we lead within the King's Council. It's how we lead within all of our companies is I want to lead from the front. Meaning if I'm going to suggest something or I'm going to make a directional change in our company, like for instance, the social dynamic selling system, one of our companies, we do a lot of seminars. And so I'm never just like, okay, now let's go do this or sell this. No, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to lead first and vet it out. And I'm going to understand the process in order for me to really truly be able to coach and teach people on that process. So that is part of my core values. I want to lead by example. I want to lead in excellence. And therefore, I have to be intentional with everything that I do. So think of your core values as like your internal guidance or your GPS. Think of it as like your GPS. It determines your character. Like who is the real you? What's really important to you? Because your character is ultimately going to shape the culture within your family, within your business, 
And this all comes back to, again, what we always coach on on the seven days of creation, starting with a vision, like what is the true vision? But if your core values are out of alignment, it's hard to get real clarity with the vision for your life. That's ultimately going to determine the culture or the atmosphere that you're producing. So it starts always, always, always starts with your core values. What is it that you value? And intentionality, to be intentional, is one of the most important core values for me personally. And then when Ashley and I got to sit down and actually talk about like what are our core values, this was right at the top. Because we're going to be intentional with everything that we do. Because how we do anything is how we do everything. I'm going to say that again for you guys. How we do anything is how you do everything. This is, again, when I said I would encourage you to date somebody first if you're going to go into business with them. Get in their life. Get in their wheelhouse. Understand what are they about. I love to go out to dinner with somebody that I'm looking to go into business with and see how are they treating the wait staff. That's a big thing for me. Are they respectful? Are they encouraging? Do they call them by their name? Do they leave a fat tip? Or are they stingy? That tells me exactly the type of person that they are. Or go, go in their vehicle. I love to have them pick me up. Get, give me a ride in your car. Is that car a freaking pigsty, a mess, right? Or is it clean and tidy? Because how we do anything is how we do everything. Now, if there's any single people on here, date that person before you all of a sudden just commit to them. Figure this out because if a person's core values are out of whack, now it's not that a person can't change over time, but I would encourage you to vet that process out, get an understanding of what their core values are right now. How do they do life right now? Because you're not going to get into a relationship with the premise that you're going to change somebody into anything. That would be a very unhealthy relationship for you and them if that's the case. Whether it's in you know a physical relationship or a business relationship, make sure you understand their core values. So back to intention, intentionality. The reason why this is so important to me is really because, man, I, I, you've heard me say this before, like God's greatest gift to us is life itself, right? The opportunity to have the eternal life that he's given us. If we take it, our greatest gift to him is what do we do with this life? What are we going to do with this life? And nothing great ever, ever, ever happens by accident. Nothing great happens by accident. It is always the result of planning, having a strategy of hard work, work, yes, but even then starting with what's the clear vision? If you're intentional with having that clear vision, you put in the hard work, you strategize, you plan, the result is going to be greatness. This is intentionality. If we're going to be intentional, this is what's going to make, this is really what separates the Joes from the pros. In every area of your life, if you can learn to be intentional with your time, with your relationships. How about money? If you can be intentional with money, it's going to have a huge difference on your journey to financial freedom. Let's just take money, for example, in this situation. If you don't have goals, if you don't have a plan in place for your finances specifically, we spent the month of November talking about money within the King's Council program. We ended it basically on having a budget, a plan in place. Now, budget, a lot of people think a budget is like a, a negative thing or like it's stemming from like lack. Like, no, 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 a budget is simply a plan. And within that budget is a margin that's in place that allows you to give above and beyond. So if you have a plan in place, 
it's going to allow you to be intentional with your money specifically. Because a lot of us, and I did this for a good chunk of my, you know, the last decade, a good chunk where I made a lot of money and I still found myself raising the inflation of life. Inflation in the finance world is real, but there is an inflation of life that happens if you don't become intentional with how you're stewarding your time, your energy, and certainly your money. You'll find yourself just broke at the end of every month, no matter how much you make, if you don't become intentional with this. You can work your entire life, your whole life, and come to the end of it without any money for retirement. Let's take our relationships, for example. A lot of us, and this was me for a good chunk of time too, a lot of acquaintances, a lot of friends, a lot of people that would call me friends. But did I really have intentional friendships, true friends, real relationships? We can spend our entire life meeting so many different people, meeting so many different acquaintances. But if we aren't intentional with the time that we're spending, where we're investing our time and our energy certainly our money and our resources, but if we can't be intentional with that, we're never going to have the real fruit that God has truly blessed us with if we become intentional with the resources that he's given us. All right. So uh, in all of this, in intentionality, I've come to, I guess we'll call it the conclusion. There's two parts that's centered around this life of living with intention, living intentionally. And the first step is knowing what we want, right? Back to that, what are our core values? What are our dreams? What are our priorities? What are my goals in life? Why do I get out of bed every morning? What's my purpose? What makes me feel alive? And once we have those answers, and we talk a lot about in our Become the CEO of Your Life events, we talk about, you know, what do you want to have? What do you want to do? But ultimately, who are you becoming in that process, the have-do-be? So what is it? I mean, you can't be intentional about your vision if you don't know what your vision is. So what is it that gets you excited? What breaks your heart? What makes you feel alive? And once you have those answers, answer those questions. And once you have them, now you can align your actions in accordance with your values. We can be intentional on that. So how do you spend your time? How do you spend your money? How do you spend your energy? And are we living in alignment with what matters most to us? What matters most to you? And if not, what needs to change? This could be an eye-opener for us. Like, ah, I didn't even really think about that because so many of us are just living this life of like, we wake up, we go to work. Maybe we even own our own business. And maybe we're like, yeah, things are pretty good, but do I have intentionality? Am I being intentional with the time that I'm spending with my kids, with the time that I'm spending with my wife, with the time that I'm spending with God? How about that? Are we seeking him first every morning? Seek first the kingdom of God and all other things will be added onto it. You're going to hear me say over and over again, everything, this blueprint that we need to live life is the word of God. And so if we can be intentional, first off, at diving into that, if we can seek him first, holy cats, this, this life thing ain't that hard. Now, it isn't going to be easy, but it ain't that hard if we can get into alignment with what matters most to us. And that's up to you. What matters most to me is not what matters most to you. It could be the same, right? I encourage you to figure out what matters most to you. It says in the Bible that God wants to give us, he delights in giving us the desires of our heart. 
What? Like those desires in your heart, short of them, you know, morally and ethically, they better be in alignment with, again, the word of God. And we don't know if they're in alignment unless you're spending time in the word of God. So if you are, and all of a sudden you get these weird feelings, this butterflies, like those are the desires of your heart. So now let's be intentional about living them out. It doesn't mean that being, living an intentional life doesn't mean that it's going to be a perfect life. But I can promise you this, it will be a purposeful life. I'm going to say this again. Living an intentional life is not going to be a perfect life, but it will be a purposeful life. It's finding the the courage to let go of things that are no longer serving you. Even when it, it doesn't seem maybe right within the worldly view of things. There's things that just aren't, they're not serving you. There were so many things in my life, heck, there still probably are that God will continually expose or reveal to me that just aren't serving me. And and it's a process, this journey of life that we're going through is a process. My goal in this life is to continually draw closer and closer and closer to him every single day, but max out to optimize my human performance in every one of our pillars, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial and pursue the things that make me feel alive. Now, there are days where, like, I mean, I, I joked about it over the Thanksgiving break. Like, I literally took six naps on Thanksgiving Day. There are days, there are weekends where I needed to just unplug. I needed to just rest and reflect. That's going to allow me to relaunch. That's a cyclical thing that's going to happen in our life. And it's important that we acknowledge those and we intentionally do something about that intention, have a purpose with everything that we do, every step that we take, make it be with purpose. As we do that, we're finding things that maybe we need to let go or things that are no longer serving us. Okay. There's going to be sacrifices that we've got to make, right? Maybe trade-offs to be intentional with giving things up to pursue other things. We can't reach the next level without letting go of the past level. Certainly then knowing what we can't control and then taking the responsible, intentional steps to level up in life. That's what living with intention, living with purpose actually is. Now, we could talk about this all day long. Being intentional is, it's like, yeah, this is, I even get excited when I listen to this podcast, like, okay, yeah, uh, uh, I'm going I'm to be intentional. But then we go to do it and it's sometimes it's like, okay, well, it's easier said than done. Or maybe for some of us, it's just not clear what we really want out of life. And that's okay. But when was the last time you actually asked yourself that question? What do you really want? What do you want out of this life? What is the vision for your life? Have you actually had that conversation with yourself, with God? Have you had it with your spouse? Have you had it with your business partners? Are you in alignment with the vision that you have for your life? And if you don't know what that is, It's time to sit back then, rest, reflect, and get ready to relaunch for what that intentional next move is. With action comes clarity. You guys have heard me say that many times. Action brings clarity. These need to be obedient actions. They should be intentional actions. Just action is not going to produce any sort of clarity if you're just moving to move. Activity is not productivity. It needs to be an intentional action. So once you have clarity around your personal vision for your life, 
once you get that clarity, spend some time with this. Like, what is it that you really want? And if you don't know, if it's like, well, I think I want this, then take action on it. Take action on it. If you find out that it's the wrong thing to do or what's not what you wanted, at least you found out quicker than not taking action on it. That's what I mean when I say action brings clarity. It doesn't mean like, oh, this is the action that I'm going to take and I have to take it forever. No, no, no. It's just a simple action, two steps forward, maybe one step back. Okay, three more forward, two back. Okay, four more forward, one back. All right, now we have some rhythm into this thing. And now we're getting clarity. I hope this is making sense for you guys as when we're talking about intentionality, there needs to be a purpose. Like otherwise, why are you waking up at five in the morning and going to your job? Or are you waking up at five because you're gonna spend some time in the word? You're gonna maybe get a workout in. You're gonna get freshen up for the day, get ready, get your mind right, get your head in the right disposition, your heart in the right disposition. Now I'm gonna go attack the day. I'm not gonna let the day happen at me or to me. I'm gonna happen to my day. I am in control of that. I am going to be intentional with everything that I do. And what happens, man, if we actually just pray to God before we even leave the home, like, God, lay on my heart today, somebody, something. May I be sensitive to you, Holy Spirit, just to feel your promptings and your presence. Direct my steps. Be intentional with that. What if you got in tune with Holy Spirit of like telling you what to do, how to make decisions, man? I'm telling you, there's nothing like that flow, that flow of life when that is happening When you are in flow, there is nothing like it and nothing can ever, ever, ever stop you when you're in flow. That's what being intentional is. Taking those steps, those intentional action steps, every small step forward that we take, then another, then another. Once those small steps, they become bigger steps, then you can look back and look like, man, look how far I've come. I didn't just wake up and it's now 2023 and think like, man, I wish I would have been intentional this last year. The last two years of COVID, all this nonsense that we're dealing with, what would happen if you would have been intentional? When things are happening as entrepreneurs, we're undertakers. So pet on a swivel, we should be intentional. Like, okay, what's going on here? What can I do in this situation to capitalize on this situation? How can I be intentional in this relationship, in this business, that's what intentionality is. That's why it's a core value. Because everything, Colossians 3.23 tells us, everything that we do, we should be doing as if we're doing it for the Lord, not for man. So if that's everything, that's everything. This is why I open this with how we do anything is how we do everything. God knows us when we're tired, when we're, we're hungry, when we're hangry. But how are we going to act in those times? Are we going to blame it on the circumstance? Or are we going to act because our core values are so ingrained into us that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be intentional. I'm going to operate in excellence because that's who I've already decided to be. The decision has already been made. Do we live our life based on the decisions that we have to make or based on the decisions that we've already made? If you've already made the decision based upon your core values, these other decisions, these other things in life that come at us, those are easy. Those should be quick three-second decisions because it's, it's simple. It bounce it off of my core values. Is it taking me forward or is it taking me backward? Am I progressing with this decision or am I regressing with this decision? Bounce it off of your core values. But if you don't have your core values, if you haven't been intentional about creating those and understanding why, because it's one thing just to say them, especially if you have a family, it's one thing to say, these are our core values. 
if you have a business, it's one thing to just tell your employees, this is our core value, so therefore you've got to do this. This is our mission statement. No, 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 no. You got to get buy-in. You need the culture. They need to understand the vision. They need to feel that from you. And they need to see it from you. Are you living it? Are you acting it? Are you breathing it? If you are, that then is a leader that people love to follow. People want to follow a leader that has the fruit in the life, in their life that they want. Are you a leader that people love to follow or are you a boss that people have to or do they get to? This is why core values are so important, guys, and why I want to just hit on intentionality because if you're intentional with creating your core values, which should be a core value, now now we can create the culture, the atmosphere, the environment of our, uh, I mean, I call it an incubator of greatness within our household here, the meek household, right? The incubator of greatness within our coaching program, incubator of greatness within your business. This is how we take dominion. This is how we take territory as kings, as kingdom believers. If we want to leave that legacy, we've got to live that legacy right here, right now. I crafted up a handful. I think I've got like six of these things here, six different ways that we can be intentional every day. If we can start to instill these habits, think of these as like triggers, these habits that we can start to instill within us, that's going to create the movement and the momentum that's going to allow you to create the rhythm in your life. Not even the routine, because we don't want to live in a routine. We want to live in a rhythm, an ebb and flow of life, because we're intentional with everything that we do. Here's six ways that you can be intentional every day. The first one is be mindful of what you're consuming. And I'm not even talking about food here, but like the media that we're consuming, the TV, the social media, just the junk, the fake news, everything, blogs. What are you reading? What are you consuming on a daily basis? And obviously, we need to be aware of what's going on, but we got to understand the source of what's going on. Are we going to let that affect us? Or we talk about being the thermometer. Are we going to let it affect us? We're simply a reflection of what's going on around us. Are we going to be the thermostat in our life where we get to set the tone? We get to set the temperature. So be mindful of what you're consuming. I mean, this is a a great example of when all this nonsense going on, when the pandemic hit and it's like all the Black Lives Matter riots and everything is going on and, you know, QAnon. And I mean, there were so many rabbit holes that you could go down on social media. It was consuming me, was consuming my wife to the point where Ashley like get like angry as she's reading things. And I'm just like, babe, this is affecting us now. It's affecting how our how we're approaching life. And so, I mean, she would, did the honorable thing of just like deleting all of her social media. She just got off of it. Right? It was uh, incredible to not be a, a product of the media that we consume is such a relief, such an incredible thing. If that's affecting your mindset, your demeanor, how you're approaching life, be mindful of it. Set boundaries and ask yourself, why am I reading this? Is it serving me in any way, in any fashion? Or am I doing it just to get content so I know I can be relevant, I can be, I can be aware, but I'm not going to let it affect me to the point of how I am going to react, how I am going to respond, how my mindset is going to be set for that day. So be mindful of what you're consuming. Be intentional with that. 
How about this? Another thing. Be intentional with something that brings you joy. Be intentional with something that brings you joy. One of the easiest things that we can do is obviously just think about it. Like what, what brings you joy? What makes you happy? Right? What, what adds value to your life? So many of us are living this life, and I used to be this way. And there's times where I, I still catch myself this way, living in the hustle, living in the grind, thinking that that's what's bringing me happiness. And while it may for a period of time, because I, I get the thrill of the hunt for me, it's just like I love building things from the ground up. But over time, that hustle, that grind can be aware. So be intentional with what actually brings you joy. What's your definition of success? How about that? Like, what is your definition of success? Because while it may be money or, you know, material things for some people, what's yours? That's my definition of success. First off, success for me is being able to do what I want, when I want, where I want, with who I want, how I want. Like, it's freedom. That's success. Now, does money allow me to do things like that? Yes, absolutely. But not all the time. The freedom is what I enjoy doing is having the ability to make a choice having the ability to decide if I want to read a book that day. For some of us, that might be the thing that brings you joy. It might not be getting all this stuff done. It may be about enjoying a nice cup of coffee with a friend, reading a good book, sitting on the beach just by yourself. That's, that's your definition of success. But identify what that is and then do it. Be intentional about doing it. Even if it's a trip or something, do it. Schedule it, plan it. Be intentional because it's not just going to happen. Be intentional. Or if it's something like reading a book, drinking a cup of coffee, spending time in the Word, right? Do it every single day. Just be intentional. If that's what brings you joy, be intentional and do it. All right, another one for you guys. Ask yourself this question. Before you buy anything, ask yourself why. Be intentional on why you're spending your money anywhere or everywhere. One of the biggest like aha moments, we'll call this, is just understanding our relationship with money and also in terms of time. Understanding money and putting it in terms of time. And here's what I mean by that. A lot of people, they work for a living. They have a job. They're trading their time for money. So if you earn, I don't know, 20 bucks an hour, you're going to go buy a t-shirt for $20, then what you've done is you've sacrificed an hour of your life in exchange for that t-shirt. If we're putting... All money is is a value of exchange. Money in itself is worthless unless there's a value on it and a value on something else, that it's a medium of exchange. So your time is money. The sweatshirt, the t-shirt that you're going to buy for $20 is money. So when you put yourself, you're intentionally thinking about that, how does that make you feel? There's not a, a necessarily a right answer or wrong answer to this. But the point is, if we're intentionally thinking about that, where I'm sowing into, and you know that I'm, I'm a huge proponent in sowing into kingdom, right? A kingdom economy business. The law of sowing and reaping is taking place there. And if I tithe off of the money that I make and I sow it into somebody that they're tithing, and then they sow it into somebody that's tithing, they sow it into, that's the God of multiplication that we actually serve. Again, God is amazing. He's created amazing principles and systems, but it's still up to us to position ourselves and to take advantage of them. 
he's given us these principles to live by, but it's still up to us to be intentional and take advantage of those. So when you ask yourself this question of, of why before you buy anything, ask, like, how is it adding value to your life? Is it adding value to your life? Or is it really worth the expense or the investment maybe? It's a mindset shift on how we think about the money that we're spending, being intentional with that. Here's probably one of the most important ones is be intentional with your listening, actively listening. Intentional living, if we're going to be that type of person that's going to be intentional, you got to listen to people. You got to be aware of your surroundings and, and active listening, not just hearing. Are you hearing what they're saying, but are you actually actively listening? This is what separates, again, the pros from the Joes in this. This takes you ninja level in a communication skill if you can be an active listener. Because what matters most to you is not necessarily what matters to anybody else. And if you're listening to somebody and you're putting a value on that relationship, you can actively listen to them use some of their words back to them, be intentional with that. You're going to be able to develop a bond and rapport with people, with strangers that you never even thought you could because you're actively listening to what they're saying. And everybody, anybody, even you listening to this right now wants to feel seen and heard. If we felt like our opinion or, or what we're saying was valued because somebody heard it and they saw us, they're going to feel valued. So if we can become an active listener, maybe be intentional with actively listening to somebody versus just so many people are listening to respond versus listening to understand. So and tweak your mindset on this. Change your mindset that I'm going to sit down, especially if you're married or any sort of relationship. If you sat down with somebody and listened to actually hear them, Versus listening to respond. And I know you guys have been in these situations where you're like, this person's not even listening to anything. I can see it in their eyes. They're thinking about what to say next, how they can talk next, try to talk over you. So there's nothing more annoying than being in a conversation like that. So don't be that person. Be intentional. Be a listener that's listening to hear, listening to understand versus listening to respond. All right, a couple more for you guys here. Be intentional with your resting and reflection time. Now, I like to do this personally. I do this every night. Like, I got to reflect on my day. And if you can make time for this and think through the day, be an intentional reflector, it's going to allow you, and this doesn't have to take a, a ton of time, but a few minutes at night, it's going to allow you to think about your values, right? Think about the priorities. What happened good today? Some people I've heard this called, that's like, what are your highs? What were your lows? What were your buffaloes? Things that you didn't see coming. What are your highs? What are your lows? What are your buffaloes? And you can reflect on this. Get an understanding of how you felt in those situations. And if you're not happy with how you felt or happy with the answers that you're coming up with after you're reflecting this, then you can make a decision of like what we're going to do next. But if we're not taking the time to actually reflect, we're operating in a, in a reactive manner versus an intentional manner. Like I said, I like to do this every night. I set my intentions every night 
I do what we call our, our Big Rock, Little Rock version every single night so I can wake up every morning and know exactly what I'm in being intentional at that day. And if time allows, how I can start to get the other things on my list. But if I can reflect every night, it's going to set the next day up for success. And on that reflect, I mentioned rest as well. Rest, self-care, we'll call it. Every single one of us should be intentional on this. You know that we coach again on the seven day of creation. And one of the days, absolutely one of the days was day seven. There were six days of creating that God did. And then day seven, and again, he did this for us. He didn't do this because he got tired. Ask yourself this. Do you think God got tired in creating? The God of the universe, the creator of all things, do you think he gets tired? Let me help you. The answer is no. But he created day seven as a day of rest. He knew we were going to need that. He knew we were going to need that time, that self-care, that time to rest and reflect. That's going to allow us to relaunch for the next day. It's just, it's a disposition of honor. If we can honor God with our time, it can allow us to get so much more done, be so much more productive if we can prioritize resting and reflecting, taking care of us. Remember, how we do anything is how we do everything. And excellence is one of our core values as well. And the reason for that is when I read in Colossians 3.23, it says, whatever you do, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as you're working for the Lord, not for human masters. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. I just think like that's excellence. I'm going to do everything that I can in excellence. Why? Because God's greatest gift to us is this life with this opportunity to live. And our greatest gift to him is what we do with this life. And I want to operate in excellence in everything that I do. So guys, this is one of the core values that we talk about. And out of our core values, then we can start to develop our mission statement, our vision statement. So in the, in the King's Council, in our coaching program, we talk a lot about this. This is what we coach people on is like getting your core values. And then from there, you've been at any of our events or you hear us shouting out kind of our declarations. These are our mission statements. I am an intentional man of action, honor, and integrity. And then you hear everybody say, yes, you are. We're standing in agreement with our mission statement. And then out of those, we can create our vision statements. What do we want to have? What do we want to do? Who are we becoming in the process? So it's forward thinking when we are identifying what our vision actually is. If we can operate with this intentionality in life, how we do anything is how we do everything. It will catapult you absolutely catapults you into levels of excellence, levels of creativity that you never thought were available. How we do anything is how we do everything. Be intentional. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. For more information on the King's Council and becoming the CEO of your own life, visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today. You can also follow us on Instagram at kingscouncilcoaching. We'll see you next time.